Where are my girls with ridiculously busy schedules? This one is for you. Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to episode number two. We are going to jump right in here and get a little sassy about our current schedules. So where are my ladies with an overwhelming to-do list, calendar, schedule? All of you? Probably. (laughs) Yes. Like it was one thing to do everything for everybody around you in the past. And women just naturally take on a lot of caregiving roles and all of these things. But now women are also working outside the home and running businesses and doing all of these other things and yet still doing a lot of the stuff inside of the home, right? Like some of you have awesome husbands who chip in and and do some of the cooking and some of the cleaning and some of you don't and you're doing all the things. But regardless of how much help you're getting, I'm going to guess if you're here listening to this podcast, you probably have a very busy schedule. But here's the thing about a busy schedule. We are the ones who design them. Now, obviously certain things happen in life that are outside of our control, but by and large, we control our calendars. And so I'm going to give you some food for thought today about how we got in this mess in the first place. Um, why it's actually worse for us than, than we're even giving it credit for. And then uh, we're going to talk about some things that you can do to start to turn it around. Because yes, there are some simple things you can implement today that can give you a little bit of cushion in your life to take care of yourself and take care of the things that are important to you. Okay, so first of all, how did we even get here? Why are our calendars such a mess? Well, one reason, there can be several, and maybe one of these applies to you, maybe all of them do, but one thing is for sure, guilt. Like, women feel like they have to take on everybody else's burdens, right? Or they feel guilty if they tell somebody no, Um, they think that it's like this admirable thing to do is to just do anything that you can do to help somebody else out, right? And it is good to be a helpful person when you can appropriately fit it into your schedule, but we kind of fall into this trap of just saying yes to everything that somebody asks, um, or we have this like really solid, good old American work ethic, right? Like, This is very, very common in our culture for both men and women, this whole thought of like, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I got things to do. We see being very busy as like a badge of honor, right? And so if we're always on the go, then we must be a good person because we're always doing something or we must be a hard worker because look, we're just go, go, go all day long and we actually get some validation from that. Um, For other people, it can be an avoidance tactic. So some people check out uh, and, and choose to, well, subconsciously choose, I should say, to not 
evaluate their life and deal with some of their emotional baggage and all of these things by checking out with alcohol or obsessively playing video games and ignoring their life or gambling. Well, guess what? Just having a very overwhelmingly busy schedule can be a way that some people choose to avoid dealing with some of life's issues that they don't want to deal with. If you're on the go all the time, you never have these down moments to just sit and think and reflect. And if there's something going on in your life that you're trying to avoid, that can be seemingly very helpful. So you just go, go, go. Or maybe you live with somebody that you don't want to see all the time. So you pick up extra shifts at work so you don't have to be home or whatever the case may be. So there's a lot of reasons why we may have this overwhelming schedule, okay? It could just be solid work ethic. There could be some avoidance. There could be some guilt. It doesn't really matter why it's going on. Like, sometimes it's situational. Like I said, you know, there's different seasons of life that are busier. Like, if you have infants and toddlers in your house, you ain't sleeping. Good luck. It is what it is. You know, you'll sleep in a few years. Um, And then, you know, a lot of women find themselves in this phase of life where they still have, like, older teenage children or, like, young adult children that still need help. But then they also have these aging parents. And so, so there is a lot on your plate. So I am not trying to discredit busy seasons of life. But a lot of things are inside of our control and having a super overwhelming schedule is just detrimental. If you can help it, you should absolutely try to put some things in check. First of all, it's not serving you to be so busy. Like, if you don't have time for basic self-care, meaning, you know, making some simple healthy meals for yourself to eat, um, getting in a little bit of activity, it doesn't mean that you have to be living in the gym um, for hours and hours each week. But some basic, like, do you, if you don't have time to go for a five minute walk, something's wrong with your schedule, right? So you need downtime, you need rest, you need all of these things. So to my moms who are listening, I would say that if you're not concerned enough about your own well being to put a little bit of buffer in your schedule, think of the example you're setting for your children. Do you want your children to grow up and think that they need to be this busy too? If you are so overwhelmed with your calendar and you feel like you cannot get caught up on things, that you have no time for the things that you enjoy, that you have no time to take care of yourself, is that what you want to model? Because your children are going to grow up and they're going to plan their calendar just like you plan yours, right? Um, And so think of the example that we're setting. Now, to kind of go back to the self-care thing, and take it a little bit farther if you continue on this path for years of not having time to take care of yourself where will you be five years down the road where will you be 10 years down the road 20 years down the road like unfortunately like taking care of our bodies doesn't there's not always an immediate effect that we see a lot of times the effect is going to be down the road so it's easy to kick the can down the road and when we're busy we can just ignore what we're doing or not doing for our health but eventually we all have to pay the piper right it's it's going to catch up with us so where do you want to be down the road because if you are ill or you're always in pain because you're overweight and your knees hurt and your back hurts and this and that and the other, 
what good are you going to do to other pe- for other people? Like if you're somebody who loves to give and do and you're and you're very involved in like your children's life and you know you want to be a very involved grandparent, are you going to be able to be involved and be helpful and to can you continue to do all the things that you're doing if you run your body into the ground? So, taking the time now to take care of yourself is actually going to make it so that you can better serve the people that you love down the road, okay? So there's all those health aspects of it. But I would also argue that if you don't have any downtime to even just sit with your thoughts, like you're always on the go, you go from work to kids' activities um, to bed, essentially, and you just get up and you do the same thing. And you never really have time to stop and think about what it is that you value, what is it that you could be contributing to the world? What is your purpose? Um, you know, you kind of just get stuck going through the motions when you don't have time to figure all of this out. And then let me get a little Jesus-y on you for a minute. We're called to rest. Like, it's a big one, ladies. That commandment got put in there right with thou shall not murder <laughs> is for us to um, enjoy the Sabbath, right? So what is the Sabbath all about? It's rest. Why would God make it so that we had to rest? It must be important, right? Now, I won't get on too uh, long of a tangent about that because I could probably talk for an hour just about that topic alone. But suffice it to say, it's important. We need downtime. We need self-care time, okay? So, but how do we get there? Like you're, you might be nodding along like, well, yeah, that sounds great, Nikki, but how am I supposed to actually do that when I have kids and a job and a dog and a husband and sick parents and like all these other things that I'm dealing with? I totally get it. I really do. Like my schedule was always a crazy mess too. When I started on my health journey, I was working night shift in an emergency room, um, which night shift was terrible for my body. I was working 60 hours a week just to make ends meet. And I didn't see a way that I was going to be able to stop that because I still had bills and there were little people in my house that I was raising and I had all those things going on too. So I trust me when I tell you that I do fully understand it, but let's look at what we can do to make some incremental improvements, make some small improvements that you can build upon. So the first thing, and I love this, is just saying no. Like learn to say no. Some of you might be good at this. Some of you may very much struggle with telling people no. Like in them, we feel guilty if we can't do something for somebody. Um, We feel like we have to explain ourselves if we're not going to do something for somebody. The truth is, you do not owe anybody your time. You don't. Um, you, nor do you know at, owe anybody an explanation if they're requesting your time. So somebody wants you to pick up a shift at work, you don't need to have some crazy explanation as to why you can't. Like, you don't need to have a doctor's appointment. You don't need to have jury duty. It can just be your one and only day off, and you need to keep it for yourself for that downtime or to get your laundry done, or to do your meal prep, or just simply because you need some rest. And you don't need to tell that person why, but that time is still important and you should guard it. And you've got to just learn to say no. It is so, so hard for some women to do this. So if that's you, if you're listening to this and you're getting anxiety just thinking about telling somebody no, I want you to practice it this week. Like, 
just simply saying no. Saying no is not rude. I would argue that overbooking your calendar so that you're doing lots and lots of things but doing nothing very well is actually more rude in a way. If you're committing to things that you know you truly can't commit to, isn't that worse than just politely declining? So saying no can still be polite, right? If somebody wants me to pick up a shift and I'm not wanting to do it, I can just say, oh, I'm really sorry, I can't. The end. There's nothing that comes after that. It's not, oh, because I need to do this, that, and the other. They don't need to know what you have going on that day. It's literally none of their business. None of their business at all. Keep it to yourself. Now, if you work in a very bold environment like I did, people may actually ask you. I don't think that that's actually common (laughs) other than the environment I was in because ER nurses are just that way. So you still don't have to tell people even if they do ask. Just because somebody asks you a question doesn't mean you have to give them an answer. You can joke. You can just kind of joke around and be like, don't worry about it. I got things to do. I'm going to see my boyfriend. You can make a joke, like whatever. You don't owe anybody an explanation about your time. So learning to say no, probably the biggest thing that you can do. This next step though, I don't know, this might be equally important. Scheduling your needs in your planner first. So I don't care if you have a digital calendar or a handwritten planner, whatever your gig is, when you're sitting to plan it out for the week, the month, however you do your planning, which by the way, if you don't do any planning, maybe you should start and start with you. So when you're filling out your your planner for whatever allotment of time you're doing, you put yourself in there first. What are where's your rest coming in? Maybe it's not a whole day, but maybe it's like a whole afternoon where you don't book any appointments, you don't put book any activities for the kids, and the phone's going to be off and the social media is going to be off and that's just going to be like your chill time. Schedule it. And then what other things do you need to do? If you're trying to get into a workout routine, schedule it. It is an appointment that you keep with yourself. When are you doing your meal prep? schedule it. It is an appointment that you keep with yourself. You get the point? So nobody gets access to that time. Now, can you shift some things around? Sure. If you have to go to the doctor and they only have an afternoon appointment, move your meal prepping to that morning. But if somebody comes to you and they're like, well, we really need somebody to volunteer for the kids PTO meeting that day. Oh, sorry, I can't because you already have something penciled in there that is for you. And you need to keep those appointments with yourself and learn to prioritize yourself and learn that it's not selfish to take care of yourself. When you are taking care of yourself, you can show up better for everybody else. So prioritize that, right? Prioritize it by scheduling yourself in, by saying no, and then to bring it back to the whole example that we're setting for others, What is the example we want to set for our kids? When you're making your schedule, if you have a hard time like loosening the reins a little bit and giving yourself some leeway there uh, and you're still feeling guilty that you should be doing more, stop and think, wait, is this how I would want my daughter or my son to take care of themselves? Would I want them as adults to run themselves this ragged? And if the answer is no, then you probably need to back off too. Uh, something to keep in mind, like you, we all have people in our life who will come to us with, with every little 
thing that they think is an emergency in their life. And the majority of the time, it's because they didn't plan, right? So keep in mind that somebody else not planning out their life appropriately does not make it an emergency for you to take care of. There's a big difference between helping someone in need and enabling somebody else who's running their life like a train wreck and you just running behind and picking up the pieces all the time. It's not helpful to yourself. It's not actually helpful to that person either. Truth be told, let them fall on their face a couple of times. They'll pick it back up. They'll figure it out. And if they don't, it's not your problem, right? Because you have one person's life that you have to run. That is your own. Unless you have children, then you have to run theirs too. (laughs) But remember the example that you want to be setting for them. So I know that a lot of this does not come easy. And depending on your personality type, um, you know, if you're a little bit more timid, sometimes it's harder to say no to people. Or if you are raised by people who are workaholics or really value work ethic, you can see it as being lazy to take time off. But sit with this and think about how do you really view your busy schedule? Because again, why our schedules are so overwhelming is a different reason for everybody. And it's not something that most of us think about, right? This is just how we do life and we never stop to consider why. So I would challenge you to sit with this for a minute and think about why is your schedule so busy? Is it truly things that are outside of your control? Maybe you have to look at what you've been prioritizing on your calendar and and make some adjustments there. Um, Maybe it's some extracurricular activities the kids are in or that that you're in, um, but that it's coming at the cost of the health of you and the rest of the family eating good and things like that. And so I'm not telling you what your priorities should be, but just kind of list things out and look and go, okay, what really needs to happen here? for my health, for my sanity, (laughs) for the longevity of my life? What things do I need to be able to put in here? And then if you're having a hard time still prioritizing yourself, digging into why that is. What are those mindset issues there that are making you feel like your calendar needs to be this way? Or where do you need to establish some better boundaries? Um, Maybe with some people in your life or um, some charities that you're involved in or things that can be very, very good. These can all be good things to do, right? Being involved in your church, that's a good thing. Giving your time to charities, that's a good thing. Um, running your kids to sports, that's a good thing. Like helping out a coworker when they're in need, these are all really good things. But any good thing can become a toxic thing if we don't establish some boundaries with it. So just to recap, kind of getting to the bottom of why your calendar is such a mess in the first place. Get real with yourself on how it is affecting you both physically and mentally. What things do you need to start prioritizing for yourself? Activity, food, rest, things that are priorities. And then how can you go about implementing some of those changes um, and practicing saying no without explaining yourself and all of those good things. So I would love to hear how this sits with you guys. Uh, If you want to reach out to me on Facebook or in the group, um, shoot me a message. 
I would love to know. I would love to hear your experience with this. How does this resonate with you? If you go out into the world and you practice saying no, I would love to hear how it goes. I Women get so excited when they finally do it and then they realize they didn't die because we just build it up in our heads so much, right? Like, oh my gosh, this, if I tell this person no, it's going to like, they're going to be mad at me. And I just feel like I'm just going to die if I tell this person no. And then they do it and nothing bad happens and they feel really good. And I love hearing those stories. So as always, feel free, reach out, share that with me. I hope this helps and I will catch you on next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. It is my mission to give women back the confidence that they need to show up bigger in their lives. Right now, the world more than ever needs women who are on fire and living their purpose. If you want to join me in this mission, there's a few things you can do. One, you can share this podcast with the women in your circle. Two, you can join me in my Facebook group, Simplified Fat Loss, or you can subscribe to my newsletter at NikkiOday.com. 